Welcome to Kingdom Perspective Broadcast, the teaching ministry of Dr. David Ogaga. We believe that this message is going to open up the seals and cause you to have a deeper revelation into the Word of God that will make you see beyond the letters in the Word. Here is Dr. David. Praise, we give you glory, we exalt you, we magnify your holy name. We are here once again, Father, to receive from you life. For your world is life and spirit. We demand God that we impact it, even as we receive this. And we pray, Lee God, that you grant us entrance to be able to communicate that which is in your heart. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so this is going to be part two of our series on Saved from This Present Evil World. Save from this present evil world. This is part number two. And our main text is still Galatians 1, 3 to 4. Galatians 1, 3 to 4. That's our main text. And this is saying, Grace be to you. I say Galatians, not Revelation. Galatians 1, 3 to 4. Grace be to you and peace from God the Father, from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil world, according to the will of God and our Father. Deliver us from this present evil world. That's where we started with last week and we'll continue with that so we're going to continue briefly again with our definition of the word world and uh, let's quickly look at the statement of jesus when he was speaking to pilate in the book of john chapter 18 and we'll just look at verse uh, 36 if you will I will take it from us from 37 John chapter 18 let's look at I'm sorry 35 let's read from 35 to 36 John 18 35 to 36 if you want to be let me just look at verse 37 okay Pilate answered Am I a Jew? Jesus asked him a question because people said he was the king of the Jews. And Pilate asked Jesus a question, are you a king of the Jews? And Jesus kind of responded and said, who told you that? I'm a king of the Jews. And Pilate said, am I a Jew? Thy own nation and the chief priests have delivered thee unto me. What has that done? Okay. Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were to be of this world, then will my servant fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now is my kingdom not from hence. I tried to explain this to us some time ago. What Jesus actually meant to say here primarily was 
My kingdom did not take its offshoot from the previous kingdom that had been in existence. Now, he was referring to what you find in the book of Daniel, which has to do with the image of Daniel, the, the kingdoms, Babylon, Medopatia, Greece, and Rome. This is a time of Rome. Pilate was for the Romans. He was kind of, you know. So now, and if you watch what really happened from the very beginning, when the Jews said, Pilate, this man must be crucified because he said he's the king, king of the Jews. When he used the word king of the Jews, what Pilate meant to say was, if you are a king of the Jews, the implication of the statement means the Jews will no longer pay tax to Rome. Are you following what I'm saying now? That means I mean, the Jews now have their own king, so they can't pay tax to Rome. That is the implication. And that is why they were telling Pilate, Look, if you let this man free, you are not a friend of Caesar. I don't know if you are getting this. Right, you are not a friend of Caesar. Because he has come to say he's a king of the Jews. That means the Jews, it's a sedition. They are succeeding from the Roman Empire. So, Jesus said, no, my kingdom is not of this world. What he means is, my kingdom did not take its offshoot from either Babylon, Medopatia, Greece, or Rome. It's a different kingdom entirely with different principles that have nothing to do with the existing one. Are you following that? Okay. All right. Again, when we look at um, John 17, 11 to 16, we have an interesting statement there also in terms of using the word world. And he said, now I'm no more of this world but these are of this world, and I came to the Holy Father, keep thou through thy own name those whom thou hast given to me, that they may be one, even as we are one. And the next verse says, While I was with them in the world, I kept them in their name. Those that they give us me, I have kept, and none of them is lost, but the son of perdition, that the scripture may be fulfilled. And the next verse says, and now come unto thee, and this I speak in the world, that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. So, you go and read all of those things, you begin to see why he's talking about, I'm not of this world, our disciples are not of this world. So what world was he talking about? Again, so when you look at those two passages, you find that he used the same word, which has to do with the word world. And like I explained in other uh, um, Explanation which I gave before, you find that what he was actually trying to say, like I said, was my kingdom is not established with a method operated by this world or the world standard. It does not function by the politics of this world. The kingdom of God, like we know, does not contain, I tried to explain that last week, either a Republican or a Democrat. You can find that. You don't find the kingdom in any of these platforms. Amen? Or any of the instituted government functions. You don't find kingdom of God in those things. The principles of those things are completely different from God's kingdom. It's established and maintained on a different basis 
from the kingdoms of this world. It doesn't, you know, take its economic policies or principles from this world. One thing you have to understand is this. When the, the, the Babylon, Babylonians captured Medopatia, I mean, when Medopatia captured Babylon, is that okay? They took some of their principles to build the new system. And all down the line, when Greeks captured Medopatia, Greeks also picked some things. And when Rome captured Greece, they also picked some things. So if you study all of these histories, you find that you always find the same element flowing in all of those kingdoms. Because they always pick some from the other. So Jesus was saying, I don't pick my principles. I don't pick my economic policies from the previous kingdom. Right from Babylon down to Rome. It's completely a different kingdom. Are you there with me? Alright. So when we enter the kingdom, for instance, we are not taken out of those earthly realms. I mean, we are taken out of those earthly realms. We don't belong to those earthly realms. We don't belong to the principles that the earthly realm operates. You know, the planet and end but we are rescued or delivered from the jurisdiction of darkness. And we keep on saying that, like you find in Colossians chapter 1, 12 and 13. Right? How he has delivered us from the present, I mean, the kingdom of darkness, you know, the kingdom of his dear son. Praise the living God. You know, we're talking about this kind of world that has been energized and operated by a different principle and a different power and so when we look at Ephesians 2 verse number 2 if you can find it in your Bible it tells you about those who walk after the prince of the power of the air the children I mean the spirit that walk in the children of disobedience is that okay Ephesians 2 verse 2 we are in time past we walk according to the course of this world this world Right, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now walketh in the children of disobedience. Praise the Lord. So what we're saying is we have been removed into other realms, which is the spirit realm, whose monarch or king is God Himself. And the beloved son and elder brother, Jesus Christ. They are the one that operate this kingdom that we've now find ourselves. Once we became believers. Now, the key words we'll find in those two passages, John 18, John 17, that we just read, is the word wall. And I'll try to explain that. The word wall used here is the word cosmos. And last week I said it, the word originated in the classical Greek, you know, and it denotes principally one underlying thing, one major thing. And what is that? A harmonious order. A system or arrangement of things. Is that okay? Right. Now out of this meaning, you can see things applied or application like the things in the air, the inhabitants of the earth, society, the human race, you know. And one thing about this that the human race are those who are alienated from the glory and the presence of God. That is what we mean the world. Is that okay? The wall is not talking about just the physical art. It's not talking about the trees. It's actually talking about humanity. But of course, again, these are people that are alienated from the presence of God. Amen? 
Somebody asked me a question who read part two of this study on, on, on Facebook and he asked me the question from the US. Um, this is an interesting thing you said here, but how do we relate that to John 3 16? God so loved the world. So, what is it that God loved? God loved humanity that are estranged from Him. God never hated mankind. It's mankind that hated God. God never hated Adam. It's Adam, if I may use the word, that hated God. Are you with me? But God so loved the estranged humanity that He sent His only begotten Son. That's what He's talking about. And again, if you want to talk about the creation, you find that in, in the book of Romans chapter 8, you know, all through from 16 down, talking about the creation that was subject to facility, not with any offense that creation had committed. In other words, creation came into decay because Adam fell, who was supposed to have dominion. Is that okay? Praise the living God. You following that? All right. Okay, so let's just move on very quickly. So here we are talking about mankind that is separated from God, you know, and very hostile to the ways of God, and the universe, and we're talking about worldly affairs. We're defining the word world when we say world. What are you talking about? Praise the living God. The worldly affairs such as worldly goods, endowment, riches, advantages, Pleasures, customs, ways, methods, organizations, systems, institutions, government that man is pursuing at the expense of God's glory or presence. You see, Moses made a statement and he said, If you want me to go, then you come with us. But if your glory is not coming with us, don't even allow me to go. But the world will go without God. Hallelujah. Again, the, order, the idea of orderly arrangement, organization, lies behind all of the aforementioned categories of things we just mentioned. The air, the solar system, the universe, society, government, commerce, education, social institution, politics, all of those things, finance, entertainment, everything. Man does whatever thing he's doing so that he can be satisfied. At the expense of God. That is the world. Praise the Lord. All these things are operated like we know. With precise laws. Order, arrangements, system, methods. As we know them. Amen. Alright. But none of this thing comes from the spirit of God. That's what I'm trying to establish. Everything you see in creation. Think about the educational system. Where does it come from? I mean, God is not involved in our educational system. You know that. Praise the Lord. That is why they can even teach you in the school that there is no God. You see what I mean? When you begin to deal with philosophy, psychology, all of those things, you'll be able to, somehow along the line, you come to a place where you begin to say there is no God. So, even in the educational system, all of these things, what we call the world, in a simple definition, anything that God is not involved in is the world. Did you get that? Very simple definition. Anything God is not involved in is the world. Anything the Spirit of God 
it's not motivating it's not energizing it's not instructing in is the world so but we find that the spirit has altogether a different standard and order out of the invisible realm so the kingdom of god is what the spirit of god operates in remember romans 14 17 tells us precisely the kingdom of god is not meat and dream but what righteousness peace and joy in the holy ghost therefore every organized system of the visible realm is the world the world you can see the kingdom of god is spirit you can see with your physical eyes but anything you see organized by man is simply the world it's in contrast to the set pattern of god's kingdom out of the invisible realm praise the lord okay so let's just quickly go now and see romans chapter 3 verse number i mean genesis 3 verse number one genesis 3 verse number one now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the lord god has made and he said unto the woman yea god has said he shall not eat up every tree of the garden it was a question follow this and the woman said unto the serpent we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden but of the fruit of the trees which is in the midst of the garden god has said he shall not eat of it neither shall he touch it lest ye die and the serpent said unto the woman ye shall not surely die verse 5 for god don't know that in the day you eat thereof then your eyes shall be opened and it shall be as gods no good and evil and when the woman saw verse number six when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise she took off the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat praise the living god now we know that as soon as these took place man fell is that not true right this is what we call the fall of man when he ate of the forbidden tree now go with me to galatians chapter 4 and verse number one sorry genesis 4 verse number one same genesis chapter 4 verse number one and adam knew eve his wife and she conceived a male cain and said i've gotten a man from the lord and again and she again banged his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of sheep. But Cain was a tiller of the ground. And Cain talked with Abel, his brother. And it came to pass when they were in the field. That Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. And Cain went out. Now I'm just, I'm jumping down to verse 16 now. Go to verse 16. And Cain went out from the presence of the Lord. You know the story. You can find time to read it. I just have to move down to verse 16. And Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and went in the land of Nod on the east of Eden. 
Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod in the east of Eden. Hallelujah. Are you there with me? Now, what I want you to know is the word presence of the Lord. Notice this. If you read the whole story, Cain of Killable, right? And then he was driven, as it were, he left the presence of the Lord into the land of Nod. Is that okay? Right. But I want to show you something that happened. Even though, remember at this stage, he has left the presence of the Lord. So, if you look at the book of 1 John, we don't have time to go there now. We may touch it. The Bible tells us that Cain was of the evil one. You remember that? Very good. So, where did organized society begin from? We're talking about organized society. Where did it begin from? Because you see, when Adam was in the garden, everything that Adam and Eve were supposed to do was already connected to what God will instruct them to do. And remember, God created, if you will, a garden, not a city. Is that okay? Now, go with me. I want us to look at something which is very important. Let's continue from that reading. Just go down and let's read. Praise the Lord. Go back again to that Genesis chapter 4 and look at verse, 16, verse 17 now. Verse 17. And the Bible says, And Cain knew his wife. Remember, Cain have left the presence of God. Is that okay? And Cain knew his wife, and she conceived and bare Enoch. Now, don't forget this thing. Follow what we're dealing with. Cain have left the presence of God. Cain have killed Abel. So, you know, at this stage, he have no relationship with God. He's gone into the land of Nod. Nod means wandering. So, it's well like saying he was a vagabond. Are you following this? Now, in that state or atmosphere that he was, he had a son that is called Enoch. Amen? And he can build a city and call the name of the city after the name of his son, Enoch. Genesis 4.17 he has left the presence of God. He has killed his brother. He is now in the land of Nod, which is the land of wandering. He got a baby and named the child Enoch. Is that okay? And then he went and built a city. A city is an organized society. Don't forget, in Genesis 3, 
where man was placed he was in a garden there was no city in Eden are you following me now this man that had left the presence of God ended up setting up a structure an organized society completely without the help of God without the presence of God without the spirit of God so in the true sense the world began with Cain are you following me praise the Lord now you must understand that like I said a city is an organized society or civilization we typify the worldly system of independent from the spirit and the presence of God. That's what the city stands for. Because if you look at your city, you see roads, you know, structures, design, everything, organized society. Now, in every society, as it were, like ours now, we have laws, we have rules. Is that okay? Good. So now, they are no longer depending on God for rulership or dependence upon God's spirit for direction they brought laws that can guide them once a society comes into place you are going to have rules and laws and customs by which the people live so the first society that came into existence outside of God was through Cain and who was Cain? a murderer who was completely outside of the presence of God. That's the beginning of the world. Are you following me? So Cain built a city. Also Nimrod built a city. You remember that? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Now, like I said, there was no city in Eden. No fleshly system, no organization no structure no external order no kind of arrangement of things there was no system but one thing life is that okay only one thing was in eden and that was life you can read scripture says as many as are led by the spirit of god they are the sons of god is that okay If you make God house, for instance, of living stones, you will not depend on mere outward expressions. Praise the Lord. Truth emanating from life, which was the tree of life, was all that was required to live in Eden. Not organized society. Not organized structure. Praise the Lord. Are we there? The world did not exist when man was created. Except in abstraction. But developed gradually after the fall. Now, if you take time to study this, you begin to see. 
How many of you realize that in Genesis 3, you have Genesis 3 verse number 1, you have the serpent that was most subtle for the beast that God created. How many of you remember that? But we get down to Revelation 12, reading from 9 down to 10. What are you going to find there? The Bible says, the dragon, that old serpent, called Satan and devil. So the question is, and that great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, who deceived the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and he said, cast out with him. So the question is this, how did that old serpent become a dragon? Are you listening to me? One creature became a dragon. A dragon is no longer one little serpent in the garden. <laughs> How did it become a dragon? It's so easy. Once they partook of the tree, they have the seed of the serpent. And all the children that was coming forth were now bearing the seed of the serpent. So, as man began to multiply on the face of the earth, that little seed was expanding. So the little serpent in Eden became a dragon over the whole world. I don't know if you're getting that. Jesus was one seed. That seed multiplied in a people. It became the church of God, which is the body of Christ on the face of the earth. Are you following the principle? Very good. So the serpent entered into one man and from that woman all men took that seed and the dragon was made manifest. Is it making sense to you? Praise the living God. So men were now operating by the seed. We're going we're gonna to see that. So, I'm trying to say society begin to develop gradually. That which is called the wall began to develop gradually after the fall as man began to walk away from the presence and the glory of God to become more independent of God. What I mean is we don't need God to direct us. So the world begins to expand. The world begins to unfold. As soon as Cain left the presence of God, every other man that is coming was also leaving the presence of God. The society that was found there was outside of the presence of God. What is that supposed to mean? They became independent of God. We don't need God. While in the garden, Adam depended on God. You understand what I mean? Good. That means God was your source. God was controlling. God was dictating. But once Cain came into the scene and left the presence of God, they declared independence of God. So it's like, you see, Nigeria was supposed to be a colony of Britain. In 1960, we got what? Independent. What that means is we don't want Britain to rule us. So once Cain left the presence of God, they declared independent. We don't want God to control us. So we build a society that will have to be controlled by ourselves and not by God. And so most of what we do today in our, in our world, in our system, is we declare independent. I told you this, I think in the last message. What do you mean democracy? Democracy means a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. 
Where is God? You can find God in it. Democracy is an independent of God. We don't need God. That's, that's who man is. So anything man is doing is outside of God. So when you start functioning and you don't allow God to come into your home, come into your life, you also depend, I mean, de- declaring what? Independent, meaning you are also functioning as the world. The world system is where you're going to be living by. Hallelujah. You must realize heaven and earth were already created before man was formed, isn't it? God created heaven and earth. He never created the world. You have to understand what I'm saying. Hallelujah. The universe, which you may refer to the world in your own thinking, already existed. Right? But that which is called the world never existed. Galaxies, stars, moon, all of those things were already in existence. But when we come to the place of the world, it was not in existence. The world came into existence through Cain, who left the presence of God to declare independence. I don't need God in my life. The day you begin to walk independent of God, you are completely functioning under the spirit of Cain. Becomes your father, if you will. Hallelujah. And this is why we begin to read in that Ephesians 2 verse 2. When we talk about in time past, you walk according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the earth, the spirit that now walk in the children of disobedience. That the spirit that entered into Adam through eating of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Is that okay? Praise the Lord. So here we are talking of the natural man walking in relation to the spirit of the serpent after Adam has been driven from the garden. That's what you find in Ephesians 2 verse number 2. As we began to multiply on the face of the earth, began to give direction and definition to the new world order of man independent of God. Praise the Lord. Good. I want you to be very careful about what I'm saying because you see, this is not history. I'm not giving you history. I'm telling you of what life is and who you are and the world around you. Once you, whether it's your business, whether it's your life, whether it's your family, you try to shift without seeking God, you are declaring independence of God. You find the answer from other sources. You are actually functioning in the world. You don't have to be a non-believer to be in the world. The only thing that makes you to be in the world is to declare independent. Hallelujah. Now, man has three primary needs which I want you to take note of. Man's life has three primary needs. For man to survive and live well on earth, three primary needs must be met. Which are centered on provision, food and protection okay provision protection and pleasure three major things every man needs that for you to live well on it for you to survive on the earth you need three things what are those three things like i said provision what is the second thing what that provision we have food 
clothing and shelter. All of those things, they are provisions. Then we have protections. I used to call it the 3P, the Treaty of Man's Survival. Any man that really needs to survive or wants to survive, he needs the 3P. Not the GP, the 3P. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you still with me? What are the 3P? Not 5G, 3P. Eh? Good. What is that? Provision, protection, pleasure. These are the three P's that man needs to survive on the earth. So under provision, you have food, you have clothing, you have shelter. Under protection, what do you have? You have defense from adversaries, enemies, attack, and how you can defend yourself. That's protection. Is that okay? You can bring the shirt under protection. But essentially, this is a defense mechanism. Where you put things in place. So, what do we do today? In our homes, we have, we have security guards. Why do you have a security guard in your house? Protection. Even though you are living in a house, you still need protection. You want a security guard to protect you from the enemy's attack. Are you following what I'm talking about? You have to drive a car, you have all the money. What are you buying now? Because you have a lot of money that have come to you. You want to buy a bulletproof car. Protection. If you don't want to buy a bulletproof car, you have all the money, you go to a security agent and pay. Now you have people that carry guns and escort you on the street. Protection. Everything about man, which is called the war, falls into the three categories. Are you there? Then the next thing that you think about that man really loves know so much is nothing but pleasure. The films you watch, pleasure most times. Music, music that was supposed to be prophetic is now pleasure. I mean, if you understand that music is actually prophetic, true musicians are prophets. You can go and read, uh, I think, Second Chronicles 2020. Huh? Read the whole passage of Second Chronicles. Right? It's, it's the singers that brought forth a word of the Lord. Thus said the Lord. When they begin to speak to Jehovah Shepherd and say, This battle is not yours, but from the Lord. It was not a prophet that said that. It was a musician. So where are the musicians today? We've moved from the prophetic dimension into pleasure. I mean, we shifted what is spiritual into a kind of realm in our music. So these are things that give him joy and happiness. Now, I don't want to spend time, but you know that Jesus was tempted in three realms. I mean, if you understand that. The temptation of Jesus, you can find was in three realms. <laughs> Same thing. Praise the living God. So let me not spend my time on that. I just want to move on very quickly. Amen. All right, so here we are looking at these three major things that man is completely supposed to be looking for and now outside of God because we don't bring God to our music, we don't bring God to our defense, we don't bring God to our provisions, we're looking for other means to make all of these things available. Now, but when the first man was created and put in Eden, 
All of these things were supposed to be made available there. But now, what we said is Adam, I mean Cain, who was the first man now that built a city, was outside of where? The presence of God. That means everything he did, God was not involved. Did you get that? Right. Everything he put together, God was not involved. You see, I'm trying to make you say something tonight. That even if, because that quick, for example, I'm talking about building today. There's something wrong with this structure. Right? But you see, you can be building, and I know how many times the Lord spoke to me when we're building this house. How many times? This cascading of these steps you see there, I got a revelation. We're supposed to have a complete floor. And I was lying down in an afternoon and the Lord told me, no, go tell them this is where I want it to be done. I have to run down here and say, no, stop filling this place, raise that and raise that. We were supposed to have this place come all down here. I was lying down in an afternoon, the Lord said, no, let it go back, put the office behind and put step up there. And open up this place. I have to come down and remove. The whole of this was supposed to come up to this level. Up there. God was involved. Even though it's a natural thing. I don't know if you are following what I'm talking about. Now. Let's look at the life of Cain now. 1 John 3 verse number 12. Okay let's read it from verse number 11. If you will. The book of 1 John. Chapter 3. Let's look at verse 11. And the way it is that because i was wondering for this is a message that you have heard from the beginning that we should love one another is that okay now go to verse 12. not as king who was of that wicked one and slew his brother and wherefore slew him him because his own works were evil and his brother's righteous. Now, the preposition of is from the Greek meaning eke, that is out of. That is to say, Cain came out of that wicked one. Who is the wicked one? The devil. Are you following this? Not as Cain. Who was of that wicked one who murdered his own brother? That wicked one. He came out of that wicked one. Are you there? Praise the Lord. Meaning, Cain was the seed of the serpent. Hallelujah. But we know that the parents of Cain were Adam and Eve, right? So how come he's being referred to here as the seed of the serpent? It's simply because it was a product of the fallen man, the seed from his parents. Hallelujah. Meaning, this serpent seed is in the nature of the fallen man. And the fallen man is in Adam, like we found before. Now, you go back again to that Genesis 4, 17. You begin to see that this king that's already a fallen man a product of the serpent built a city 
Amen? Praise the Lord. So go back there and then we, we look at it. Genesis 4 verse 17. And Cain knew his wife and she conceived and bare Enoch and he built a city and called the name of the city after the name of his son Enoch. And unto Enoch was born Erad and Erad begat Mehijoel and Mehijoel begat Methusiel and Methusiel begat Limech. And Limech took unto him two wives. The name of the one was Ada, the name of the other was Zila. Anada by Jabal or Jubal. Okay, Jabal. He was the father of such. Now begin to follow the story. He was the father of such as dwell in tents and of such as have cattle. Cain gave birth. Lamech was now a grandchild of Cain. Is that okay? Let me have two wives, Adam and Zillah. And here we are told that Adam by Jabal, and this Jabal was the father. When you use the word father, it means was the source or the originator of soldier dwelling tents and of soldier half cattle. What is that supposed to mean? Man begin to make provision for himself outside of God. There's a false P. Are you following that? Begin to make provision. So cattle talks about food, talks about business, talks about you understand what I mean? Right. <laughs> and those who dwell in tents, nomads, like the full and ears men. The original one, not this one. <laughs> Are you see what I'm saying now? We even know whether this is the spirit of these people. <laughs> Glory to God. You see, from this job of a son of Cain, of the seed of the serpent. So I shouldn't be surprised that we see these guys this way this time around. Amen. They were the father, or he was the father of soldier dwelling tents, nomads, and what? Soldier rare cattle. So man now began to invent how to take care of himself, food provision, all of those things. They begin to come in. But don't forget, this man was already what? A fallen man. God was not involved. Verse 22, I mean 21. And his brother's name was Jubal. He was a father of all such as handled the harp and organ. Music. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you listening? So you see, you have to understand something. This fallen man originated these things, but you discover that this thing was actually supposed to be in the spirit of man. That which God ought to have originated, man began to corrupt it. So, this man originated music, but you see how powerful it was with people like Asaph, with people like David. They could still use music to glorify God. This time, not in a fallen state, but with the Spirit of God. Are you see following what I'm saying here? So, here is pleasure. 
The second P came from one of the falling sounds of Cain, Juba. We're talking about how the world came into being. How all of these things we are seeing came into existence. They all originated from the state of the fallen man. And go to verse 22. And Zila, she also bore Tubakin, an instructor, instructor of every artifice in brass and iron. And the seeds of Tubakin was Naman. Now you see, who is this guy? He is the founder of such that's involved in craftsmen and bronze. Where do you find guns being manufactured today? Tubakin is a father. Are you see that with me? All of those things that now you see. <laughs> I mean, if you remember, there was a time even in Israel where the Bible says it's like the Philistines were the people that were giving them swords, blacksmiths. You remember that? Very good. This is your father, the father of all men that are inventing weapons of war. Your submarines, your machine guns, your AK-4 rifles, they came from this guy. He stayed on the fallen man. Why did he need all of these things? He wanted to defend himself against the aggression of the enemy. So from bow and arrow, remember that? Man keep on evolving. But the originator of all of those things is Tubacane. So you find that the three sons of the fallen man, which is the seed of the serpent, from Cain, they involve everything that we're involved in. So if we can find ourselves back into God, to do those things in the spirit of God, we are also in the world. Hallelujah. So, the product of Cain, Lamech, by whose name, I mean, the seed of the seven proceeded, three sons, who became the founder of man's system of the three needs or essentials of man. Jabba was the father of ten, like I said, dwellers and cattlemen. Tents are cattle for the supply of mortal man's living, and therefore belong to the category of provision, like I said before. Jabba represents man's own effort, apart from the life of God, to make provision for himself. But God's provision for man in the beginning included even here, right there in the garden, God made the tree of life. In the garden. Is that not true? You shall eat of the tree of life. He said, no other tree. That was provision. That was food. In fact, scripture tells us that the leaves of the tree in the midst of the garden, the river, in Genesis, remember the book of Revelation, was for the healing of the nations. How many of you remember that? The tree of life was supposed to be in the garden. That was where provision was coming from. And Jesus will be able to make you understand that he is the tree of life. Hallelujah. Amen. So there is nothing in the true sense you can find in Christ. Or from Christ because he is the tree of life that was the midst of the garden. The tree of life, as we know, was to cause to be united with the Father 
and being our mortal supply, I mean constant supply of everything that we need. Our total supply was supposed to come from the tree of life. But when man fell, was the next thing? He wanted to make provision for himself. You must remember that in the very beginning, God revealed himself to man as he who provides in terms of provision, making himself available to man in the tree of life. That in so doing, you are united together with him. Amen? Praise the living God. And so in the midst of that, you have your total supply. So, I'm just trying to give you a foundation this evening as we progress. That when we talk about the world, which is organized society, it began with the fallen man. When we talk about we are not of this world, which is cosmos, organized system, principles of survival, of living, of education, without the impute of God's spirit, that is the world. And when you begin to drive your life, drive yourself, drive anything you do, even in business, without God impute, you are also functioning under the influence of the fallen man. Therefore, you are walking in the world. But the Bible says you are not of the world. Hallelujah. Meaning, you've been moved from that system. In other words, even if you're building or you're having whatever it is, God should let you know God must be involved. God must be concerned in your business, in your family affairs. God must be involved. You, have, you don't have to be like Cain who left the presence of God. You know why Cain was able to do this, to build a society? Because the genuity of doing things are factored in the mind of every human being. And when man fell, he didn't remove the mind of man. The mind is still there. Are you there with me? Everything you see being Action today, they come from the mind of man. But which mind is that? The fallen man. So you go back to Romans chapter 12. The Bible says, Be a transformed by the renewing of your mind. And official will talk about the spirit of your mind. In this sense, you can make films that bring glories to God, you can bring in music. That bring glory to God. Because all these things are factored in the mind of man. Praise the living God. So the restoration back to glory. Is for us to recapture all of these things in the spirit of God. Not in the absence of God's presence. Because remember. Cain left the presence of God. In fact he was going further away from God. Hmm? Already the garden was the east of Eden. I mean, if you remember that. The garden was the east of Eden. And now Cain went to the land of northeast. That is, he went beyond. <laughs> far away from God's presence. From the impute of God in his life. They have nothing to do with God's spirit. Nothing to do with God's mind. He has to live his own life. But in a falling state and yet he developed everything that we are using today praise the lord that's why sometimes you see if you are truly a believer you are supposed to be very creative because the power of creativity is right there in your mind 
But now, being influenced by the Spirit of God, because you've been restored back. Even provisions, like we said, in the presence of the Lord is the fullness of joy. So when we talk about creating things that will give joy, we were supposed to do to be in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. You following me? Praise the living God. So now I want you to have seen, you have, I'm sure you've been able to see the origin of the world. When we say you are not of the world, you've been able to see where it began. It started with the children of Cain. As a matter of fact, it started with Cain because it was here that built a city. God never built a city. He built a garden. Is that okay? Praise the living God. It's only in Hebrew we read he was looking for a city. Would be the maker is God. Why? Because there was a city built by man. But now God had to build a city. What city was that? The body of Christ. We are now the city of God that Abraham was looking for. Why it was not in existence? Because then Christ had not died. The city that God built is a people. Right? Are you following what I'm talking about? Right. But now Cain and his grandchildren, they've already built a city and begin to put everything in place, organize the society for themselves without God. But God is calling us back, if I may use the word, back to Eden, the original place. Because that is where he said, we should have dominion from. Let's make my image after likeness and let it have dominion. And the God man formed the garden and put the man that he has created where? In the garden. To tend the garden. That means he has a business. To be able to take care of everything that was in the garden and to rule over everything that he God have created. We are going back. We are not going up. We are going back. Praise the living God. It's so simple for you to understand this. When you talk about man fell, we think it fell from the sky. So we think he has to go back to the sky. No. Man did not fall from the sky. What was the fall? Look at it. Let us say this is Eden. Okay? I am in Eden. I am fellowshipping with God. And then a fellow came, spoke to me, and partook of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. God saw that I can't live in that state, in this position, because I will become immortal. If I have to stay here and eat of the tree of life, I'm going to be living with the same condition of the fallen nature. So God has said, out of the garden. So man left the garden. What is that supposed to mean? I left the realm of authority, of power, of dominion into a state where I have to sweat to be able to eat. Man has fallen. What was it for? You left the realm of glory to the place of suffering. Before you can survive. That's a fall. So if man is to be restored. What is it supposed to mean? Walk back into the garden. So you are not. You didn't fall from the sky. You fell from a position of authority. Once you moved out of the garden. Now God is saying come back to the position of authority. You become once again. The garden of God. With power and dominion. And authority. Now, if you understand that Jesus' provision through the cross restored you back to this place, then you must stand your position to rule and reign 
with dominion and authority. You don't need to die to do that. Neither you must be taken up into the sky to be able to do that. No. Restoration is coming back. Now, you take time to study the Bible. You will read restoration, redemption, restitution, reconciliation. Are you following what I'm talking about? But you can't see anything called rapture. Look at that. Restoration, restitution, redemption, reconciliation. Anything you see ray before the thing, that means a bringing back. Is that okay? So, what is God doing? Restitution, reconciliation, restoration, redemption. Bring back to the original position. So, man left Eden. He fell. And God is bringing man back to the principle of redemption and restitution and reconciliation and restoration. And what happened next? He have to exercise authority and dominion. But when you wait, they're going to be lifted up into the sky. You're just deceiving yourself. Because there is nothing like that among the arrows that I've mentioned. Everything God is doing is real. How many of you understand what I'm saying? So you can start with restoration, restitution, redemption, reconciliation. Everything is real. It's just bringing you back to the original position. It's not a matter of taking you up. No. Because you never fell from the sky. You live fair from a position. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. You know, in your society, when you see men that was so heavy, I was discussing with somebody yesterday. He said, Oh, no, that man is falling. I said, You mean? I said, Yeah, that man is falling. Say, if you, if you had known this man before, <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? He had a lot of wealth. Is that okay? Right. So, when people that have money, they have wealth, you feel that they are in position of power because they have wealth. When their money, their resources, depletes and whatever, and they begin to beg to survive, he said, the man has fallen. Is that not what we say? Ah, so, fall does not mean you drop it from the sky. The man has fallen because no more money, he has become a poor man. He has fallen. That's what it means for man to have fallen. You fell from the glory of God into the natural realm, and God is bringing you from the natural man back into the glory of his presence. You be restored. That's what God is doing. Bringing man back to the original state. So God is dealing with what? Restoration and restitution of all things. That God spoiled in the garden. Have I helped you tonight? Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Dr. David Ogaga. We know you have been blessed by this teaching. You can share this message with your friends and loved ones. For more information, inquiries, and free downloads, please visit www.davidogaga.org or you can send us an email admin at gkai.net. God bless you.